This is Women Road Warriors with Shelly Johnson and Kathy Takaro. If you drive long haul, short haul, or heavy haul, they're here to empower and inspire women in the trades on TNCRadio.live. So gear down, sit back, and enjoy. Welcome to Women Road Warriors with Shelly Johnson and Kathy DeCaro. We're a show that works to inspire and empower women in trucking in the trades in every profession. We tackle all kinds of topics and work to encourage women to be their very best with informative guests and women who've been champions. I'm Shelly and I'm Kathy. No topic is not allowed on our rig. We tackle the tough topics along with others, and we like to feature experts and celebrities who can assist women in being the best they can be. Stress has been at record levels in recent years for many people. Women especially have lots of stress balancing work, family, and home. And when stress gets out of hand from overwork or other issues like disturbing news events, it can lead to burnout. Burnout was actually listed as an illness by the World Health Organization in 2019. They define burnout as an occupational syndrome caused by chronic workplace stress that has not been managed. Janice Litvin is a wellness speaker who specializes in burnout. We wanted to learn more, so we invited her on the show with us today. Welcome, Janice. Thank you for being with us. Thank you so much for having me, Shelley and Kathy. So I thought we'd start with how everything began with you and how you became an expert in burnout. Well, how much time do you have? (laughs) As long as you want to take. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, So let me start from the most recent experiences. In As we all know, there was a recession in 2008, and I had been doing high-tech recruiting for 20 years, was ready for a change, but I had no idea what I wanted to do next, which was very hard for me. I've always been very directed, knew what I want, went for what I wanted, and got it in terms of my career. And I was really stumped. So my son was in high school, and I thought to myself, what's the best thing I can do for myself? Go to the gym and not worry about what I'm going to do next. So I did that. Every day I dropped him off, went to the gym, and found Zumba Fitness out the gym, became a Zumba Fitness instructor in 2009, went along happily leading Zumba classes, and I felt like I still needed a mental challenge. I needed something to do, and I had lunch with a mentor of mine, and he said, what is it you haven't done with your life that you still want to do? And I said, professional speaking. So he said, I think you have your answer. What's funny about that is I drove 90 miles to Sacramento from my home in the San Francisco area to find out what I what was already inside me. So I went on a quest to figure out what I should speak about. And I thought I should tie my love of dance and fitness together with speaking. And so I went along speaking about health and fitness. And mm-hmm. what I realized was what came out of that is that what's really on everybody's minds, as you said, Shelly, is stress and burnout. So I became, so now I'm focused primarily on burnout. How widespread is burnout? It seems like, especially the past two years, that has really taken a toll on people. Absolutely. It's, It's very widespread. And it's not just our country, as you know, it's around the world. So, um, In every walk of life, 
we all got stressed and burned out during the pandemic. But interestingly, stress was already up to 66% of the American workforce before the pandemic, after the pandemic began, and as early as earlier this year, the numbers went up to 79%. And I think, yes, and I think that we're all trying to do more with less, in particular for women who had to not only continue to earn a living and do well in their jobs, now suddenly a lot fell on them to manage their children's schooling. And of course, Zoom is not the best experience for children to learn. They need to be in the classroom, in my opinion. And not to to say that there's nothing valuable about homeschooling, but still there's a human sitting there Mm -hmm. helping them learn. Children can't do their best learning with a camera. Right. And And then they have the interaction with their friends and so forth. And that's so necessary. That's part of learning uh, in school is learning how to socialize and learning how to be uh, a wonderful person by the interactions you have at school. Absolutely. And learning how to get along with people. (laughs) Really important. Uh Sadly, some people haven't learned that. (laughs) Oh, oh my goodness. Yes, I've met a few of them. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Yeah, born in a barn. What the heck is wrong with you? you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Do people know that they have burnout? What are some of the signs? That's a really, really good question. And I get asked that, believe it or not, you would think everybody knows. But here's the thing about burnout. It's insidious. It creeps along and it's working its way inside your emotional bloodstream, so to speak. I'll give you a quick example. In the early days of the pandemic, my husband and I were in the kitchen. He often cooks, and so I clean. And I was cleaning this one pot, and he starts to comment on the way I'm cleaning this pot. And I said, don't tell me how to do the dishes. And I realized I was getting burned out on not being able to see my friends, like we were just mentioning. And so until you have one of those snappy moments, sometimes you don't even realize that something's bothering you. And so it's really important for everyone to stay focused on how they're feeling emotionally. Stay tuned for more of Women Road Warriors coming up. Industry movement Trucking Moves America Forward is telling the story of the industry. Our safety champions, the women of trucking, independent contractors, the next generation of truckers, and more. Help us promote the best of our industry. Share your story and what you love about trucking. Share images of a moment you're proud of. And join us on social media. Learn more at TruckingMovesAmerica.com. Welcome back to Women Road Warriors with Shelley Johnson and Kathy Takaro. I experienced burnout when I was nursing and I didn't know I I was burned out until the very end. Like I I had just been through seven and a half years of domestic violence. I was drinking all the time. I I was very stressed out when I had to send my daughter to live with her dad and I was in and out of women's shelters and I didn't know how to get out. And when I finally escaped in 2007, um, I was burned out already. 
but I needed that paycheck, right? And so you're trying to survive. And I had, you know, try, my daughter on my mind and all this stuff. And so I kept putting one foot in front of the other, telling myself, you know, I'm a survivor. It's tough. Like, you know, I'm tough. What happens in the past stays in the past. It doesn't matter. You need that paycheck. You're a nurse. Come on, get it together. You're a professional. <laughs> and, you know, your patients need you. So I, here I am working on general medicine and showing up, taking care of all these people, not taking care of myself, but not realizing how I knew I was tired, <laughs> like mentally tired. I knew that. But I just figured, okay, you've been through a rough patch, you know, getting away from that crazy, that that psychopath. But I didn't realize, I honestly, I did not recognize the sign. I didn't even think that I would be a victim of burnout. I, I just thought, okay, this is your life. This is, you know, you got to figure it out. You need that check. But it hit me, like I kept putting one foot in front of the other until the day where I'm coming in for night shift and I I look at I got 10 people to care take care of that's a lot of people and I couldn't read the sheet I couldn't see the words <laughs> like it everything went like Chinese like I just I'm like I, I stopped and I, I'm like I'm rubbing my eyes and I'm like oh then I knew just like you just said, it, it, it takes a minute, it takes a moment. And I knew that it was time to stop pretending time to recognize that I need help, that I'm not superwoman, that it's time to take care of Kathy instead of everybody else. So in that critical moment, I dropped, I dropped everything. I grabbed my coat. I quit my job right there. And I went from the, the, the medical unit down to the psych unit in, in my, in my nursing scrubs. And in between the two, that's when I lost my mind. Like I just, 40 years of repressed anger just came shooting up and I'm, I'm pounding on the door, you know, let me in, let me in. Cause it's a locked psych unit, right? They called security, get her out, get her out. <laughs> Cause I must have listened. But they dragged me down to the emerge room and I in this rubber room, so I wouldn't hurt myself. But it was the first time when I spoke to the psych doctor that I'm telling him everything because I had carried around you know all this trauma for years for my whole life and when i said okay well you're going to take me away for a psych evaluation you know they lock you up for 72 hours and he says oh no he says pills aren't going to fix you you need to fix you you need to go get the mental health help that you need but you got to quit drinking you can't do that like you know mm -hmm. and that was the first time in 2008 when i actually recognized that, that i was burned out that I needed to take care of me. I mean, does it happen overnight? No, change takes a lot of time. Sure. Um, I'm still a work in progress, but it took that critical moment, just like you said, right? So people don't necessarily recognize they're burned out. So is it kind of like a boiling point, essentially, how burnout can emerge, like the straw that broke the camel's back? First of all, I'm just blown away by that story. Oh, so yeah, Kathy's just let me, amazing. Let me catch my breath. Oh. I mean, I'm like leaning into my computer, panting at this story because so many issues came out of that one story. Yeah. Tell me about it. Yep, yeah. I mean, the whole uh, repressed anger and not having anyone to talk to. And I yeah. think that's one of, I mean, there's many, many, many lessons in your story, Kathy. But the first that jumped out at me is no one to talk to. Having no one to talk to, it's really, and especially for women road warriors out there on the road, yep. pick up the phone and call your friends, yeah. call a friend you haven't talked to in a long time, and then notice how good you feel 
at the end of that conversation and take a deep breath and really stem on those good feelings. We need to learn how to fill ourselves with good feelings. And socialization is one of the number one ways to do that. Do you think women are less likely to address the boiling point and reach out? Because they're doing so much. I mean, look at Kathy. I mean, it was amazing that she was able to survive all of this. Seriously, Kathy. And then all of a sudden, wham, it just all hits you all at once. I mean, what you had harbored, it was a buildup of burnout for years, wasn't it? It, it right. was that. Definitely a buildup, but you know what I want to say is that I am, which I tell, which I speak about, um, you know, like especially in corporate uh, engagements, like I'm going to Caterpillar and you know women in trucking, uh, speaking here right away. Um, when you have a corporate job, when you have uh, you know a very professional job like my nursing, I did not want to showcase that I'm being beaten at home while I'm a professional at at work, right? right? And right. so. You put on that mask, that face that, hey, man, I should have my shit together. I'm a, I'm a professional <laughs> and I don't. And so I talk about that because a lot of people live like that. They live behind that mask, that, behind that white picket fence, when in reality, they don't even have a fence. They're so freaking lost behind in the back 40 that they, they're looking for the goat trail to come back home. Right. And it's not just me. It happens so often. It's more that I would I would be really curious to find out what the percentage would be in the amount of people that are living the same thing I am. But putting on that mask that, hey, I'm fine, man. I'm good. Yeah. yeah. Everybody, you know, you bring up such an important point. You, you keep bringing up so many points. One, <laughs> one is. We always think it's greener on the other side. We do not know what's going on behind closed doors. We don't know if a woman's being beaten. We don't know if she's being verbally abused. We don't know how hard she's working and how, and women were raised to be caregivers. And so we're taking care of everyone in the family, but we're forgetting to take care of ourselves. And one of the biggest questions I get asked every time I do my Banish Burnout program is... I don't know how to say no. One woman actually said to me, I don't know how to say no to my children. Yeah. And that blew me away. She said, I'm going away for the weekend so I can get some time alone so I can have some peace and quiet and not have to deal with my children. That that was just that was mind boggling to me. You know, I didn't know uh, when I entered, uh, I had to go to a women's center. Uh, it's called Wellsprings. It was a faith based program that was you women live in a house, communal house for a year. You each have your own room, obviously. But uh, you live there. And I had to unlearn all the crap that I had been taught, relearn who Kathy was, which was interesting in, in itself at 40. But then I had to learn to accept how freaking awesome I am and how powerful I am. Right, but in right. saying that, uh, my very first uh, one of my first uh, weeks with the counselor, she was she was t- asking me about boundaries and I had to ask her the definition of boundaries. I did not know. I, mm-hmm. and, and she says, you know, you got to learn how to say no and set your yeah. I'm like, what? I could say no. Like I clueless. Right. Like, that bad. Like you want to talk about being a doormat for everybody. Yeah, I was that trying to please everybody right and so it it was and at 40 years old so if i was like that how many other women are like that many many and i want to point out one important point here people use the word burnout very very loosely but kathy's story is one of absolute true burnout true burnout is when you're so emotionally and mentally exhausted 
that you figuratively and literally can't see straight. What a story mm. that she couldn't <laughs> read the yeah. spreadsheet. I was just blown away by that. That is burnout. Yep. The rest of us are stressed. We're not really burned out. But when people say, oh, I'm so burned out, they should sit up and pay attention because we don't want them to get to the real true physical burnout. So th- those are some of the physical signs. I mean, are there specific signs? I, I would imagine it yes. varies from person to person, but what are yes. some of the signs? Oh my gosh, there's so many signs. Some of the two obvious signs are if you're having trouble sleeping. Now, a lot of people in America don't sleep well. That's a whole syndrome in and of itself. But if you normally are a good sleeper and then suddenly you're starting to have trouble sleeping, that's a real strong clue. And another strong clue is how's your food? Are you overeating or undereating? That's a strong clue. And then Kathy brought one up. Are you drinking? Are you starting to drink every night after work? Yeah. Or sadly during the day? That's a clue. Are yeah. you being are you allowing someone to abuse you verbally or physically? That's a clue. And of course the whole women and repressed um treatment of women is a whole nother story. But some other clues, like I brought up a minute ago, is are you snapping at people who really love you and care for you because of something that happened at work? So that's that's a big one, snapping at other people. I was having a hard time making decisions. Everything, every the smallest decision was overwhelming to me. Yes. Yes. That makes a lot of sense because you can't you can't really think straight. No, you're so overwhelmed by everything that's festering inside because it becomes toxic, right? That sure. the smallest decisions were like, oh my God, I can't, like, I don't know what to do. I, I, I couldn't seem to function anymore at all. Taking that year off was by far the best thing I could have ever done for myself. And I mean, I had to attend that place three three times in, in, in a total of two years I spent in that place because I had a lot of layers to unravel. Yes. But I would not be the person I am today had I not spent those two years there. Most people, I mean, it's fine going to therapy and, and whatever. I was just a case in itself. I needed that time. And the universe provided it for me because I was too stubborn and thinking, you know what, I need that paycheck and I'm going to keep pushing and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but the universe that, yeah, no, Kathy, you need to <laughs> go. You have bigger projects in the world that you need to accomplish. So you need to step back and focus on you. And I highly recommend to everybody out there that's really struggling, really take the time necessary uh, to look at yourself because mm-hmm. you are an investment in yourself. If you want to benefit anybody yourself number one you have to take the time just to stop and think for a minute look evaluate who you are what you're doing what your habits are write them down on a sheet look at you instead of looking at everybody else for a minute you know and it it makes all the difference in the world and you know that's I, I think that that's something women are more guilty of. And I don't like to use the word guilt, but I think we're so focused on other people. We forget ourselves and we feel guilty when we take me time or we take the time we need. Like Kathy, you finally realized, hey, this is a breaking point and bravo that you were able to do that. But how many women go through their lives like this, don't realize they've got burnout until finally there's this massive meltdown. They're like, what the heck just hit me? Stay tuned for more of Women Road Warriors, coming up. 
Trucking Moves America Forward, or TMAF, is building a positive image of trucking by telling the story of the hardworking drivers and industry professionals who support the industry. And you can be a part of it. Learn more about TMAF and how you can join and be a part of the industry movement working to build a strong image of trucking by visiting TMAF's website at truckingmovesamerica.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and our latest channel, TikTok. Welcome back to Women Road Warriors with Shelley Johnson and Kathy Takaro. You know, and so many women were not taught, like Kathy was making that comment about decision making. So many women depends on the role models they had. And, you know, it goes all the way back to many generations through different cultures, different places people grew up. Many women were not taught how to take care of themselves. They, as you know, both of you know, women's place was in the home. Women didn't have credit cards. Women couldn't get divorced legally. Yeah. They certainly couldn't take their children if they did want to leave an abusive husband. That's true. And and as you know, in the women's movement, we've had a lot of growth but we mm -hmm. still have a far way to go because women oh, yeah. are still not being treated equally. No, no, we have a lot more challenges in different ways than men, uh, <laughs> obstacles. And in, I think women also, when they're competing, think I've got to be three times as good as a man in order to get the recognition. Yes. And sadly, that's true in so many cases. You know, mm -hmm. Kathy brought up something else that was very interesting to me about her healing journey, and that was about the layers. So in my 30s, I went to a Jungian therapist. I had a very loving home, but it was a very critical home. And so I had to peel back and understand how to heal myself and step away and see, we did a lot of visualizing and to see what some of the emotional trauma I suffered. But what I wanna say about layers is, you're always learning and growing. You're always peeling back the next level of learning about yourself. Just in the last few years, I had to learn. And, and believe me, I couldn't say no to people when I was in my 20s. I learned in my 30s how to say no. But even in the last few years, I learned more about myself, setting myself up to get rejected and how I wanted to change my own head so that I could learn when and how to say yes and when and how to say no and how to and what i'm saying is how to say no and yes to myself inside my own head mm -hmm. and it's okay to say no absolutely the word, the word no is by far the best word i've ever learned in my yep. entire life oh yep. my god and no let me hey, wait there's more not just saying no but that that's one thing what's attached to that is not feeling guilty after uh -huh. saying no, yep. right? Yeah. Oh, I should have said yes. Oh, I should have done that. No, you know what? Say no and, and be okay with it and, and not have to make an excuse as to why you say no, right? Yeah, yeah. That's a big, big, it, it, it was liberating for me to be able to stand in, in my truth and you know what? I'm tired and um, no, <laughs> just no. Yeah. Exactly. And what I love about what you're what you're saying right now, Kathy, is the answer is no. And no is a complete sentence. There doesn't yeah, have to yep, be any yep, explanation to that. Yep. <laughs> Amen. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> because when you start explaining why you can't do whatever it is, then the other person tries to handle the objection. Well, you can do that tomorrow and you can do that later, uh-huh. but I need you now. Well, no, I'm sorry. I can't. The answer is no, period. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. The answer is no, period. And people do. They can get really pushy oh, about yeah. it and try to guilt you. And and you have to follow up with yeah. something like, what is it about no that you do not understand? <laughs> yeah. <You know? laughs> well, a lot of times what I've what I've come to realize is the answer will be tomorrow. The answer will be yes tomorrow at three o'clock. But right now, today, the answer is no. I do not have time, period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's talk about the solution rather than the problem. So would you say that the compliant nature of women, we're taught to be that way, we're taught to be accommodating, taught to be caregivers. Does that make us um, at higher risk to burnout? And is there a higher incidence of burnout with women? Absolutely. Yes. We're much more prone to be burned out because we're so busy solving everybody else's problems. Yeah. And and we ourselves are the last person on the the last person on the to-do list. I like to tell people set a block of time for yourself and don't let anybody else on that calendar. Even if it's a big gray empty box on your calendar, set time for yourself every single day, whether it's to meditate, to pray, to think, to read, to watch a movie, to watch a a comedy show, to listen to to some wonderful music. People need time to heal themselves throughout the day because we are our only caregivers. Uh, Very true. If we Mm -hmm. don't take care of ourselves, nobody else is going to do it for us. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And, And I think that so many women are lone warriors out there. They're like, I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. And all of a sudden, uh Oh, um, Is there a way to try to maybe avoid the burnout? I mean, that would be ideal. But I don't think as as we evolve, we even know it's going on. Well, it's interesting that you say try to avoid the burnout. Really, it's about, um, in my opinion, taking it from the other point of view, meaning living your life in a way that you don't need to avoid burnout because you're not allowing burnout to come towards you. So living a a positive, flowing, purposeful life, saying no to the things you need to say no to, and knowing that you have the power within you, you have the tools and you have the power to live your best life without having to avoid anything. You know, at work, we're taught one of the basic skills is to do stop and thinks. Uh, any time of the day, anytime you think something is not right, or you know your gut's telling you, oh, this doesn't feel good, or or whatever. So we have we do stop and think, what could go wrong? How bad could it be? You know things like that. So in my book, Dream Big, I had put in stop and reflect, <laughs> and about about yourself, about your life. So what I've learned to do since that whole time is that I periodically will just stop, and I'm going to look at what I'm doing because I tend to do ten thousand things. And just take stuff off the plate and really look at at my behaviors and what I'm doing because everything, um, I don't want to go back to to where I was before, right? So I think for anybody, 
taking that time periodically, maybe once a, once a week or once, once a month, and just reflecting on your own personal progress. What is it you don't like? What is it maybe you, you, you're putting in, in the background? What is like med- meditating or taking that 20 minute walk every day or, or doing something because it's easy to slip out of those habits because we're getting, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's learning to find that balance in yourself. But in order to do that, you have to take the time and reflect on yourself and what it is you're doing. So for me, it's been my saving grace, honestly, because I'm a Gemini. I go 10,000 miles a minute and I got lots on the go. And it's very easy to become, you know, overwhelmed. And but I because I've been there, done that. I'm like, yeah, no. See, now I'm going to play this smart. (laughs) So, And when I'm tired, I take stuff off the plate. Like a good example. I had really, I have a lot of things to do today and I slept for 11 hours. I slept through both my alarms and you know what? I needed it. And Uh, instead of feeling guilty when I wake up at 10 o'clock instead of at six, I'm thinking, you know what? You couldn't do it for yourself. So your body did it for you. It's okay. Whatever you needed to do can, can wait another day. Right. So it's learning to self-talk your way to say, it's okay. Be kind to your mind. Right. Mm, I love I love that statement. Kathy uses that as a motto. And it, it, yeah, it really is. It's a wonderful mantra. Yeah, I, I have to, because if you're the one, your mind believes whatever you tell it. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, it's more, Kathy, it's more than OK. It's critical <laughs> for life. Oh, yeah, it really is. It really is. Yeah. Now, Janice, you have uh, something called the Banish Burnout Toolkit. That sounds super interesting. What kind of tools are in there for people? So the Banish Burnout Toolkit is a book I developed based on the kind of work I do in person with women. And it has six basic tools. One of them is similar to what Kathy just said about stop and think. The first tool is stop, take a breath, observe and proceed, which helps people learn how to interrupt negative thoughts in the moment because part of burnout comes from inside ourselves as I was kind of alluding to a moment ago. And so if we can learn to reverse the trend towards negative thoughts, even from within ourselves or from someone around us who's not supportive of us, even though they might be a loving family member, some loving family members have a negative attitude about their life and it spills over into you and your life. And so it's important to not allow those negative thoughts to control us. Mm -hmm. And so each tool is meant to help you, like we mentioned earlier about peeling away the layer. So the first tool is about building awareness of ourselves. The second tool is about reversing the thought patterns because stress and negativity comes in patterns. And the third tool which is a self, a very deep self-reflecting tool called Unpack Your Emotional Baggage. I think a lot of people are operating in the workplace and in the world without ever having addressed the trauma, like what caused Kathy to have a complete meltdown. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's all kinds of levels and layers of trauma, whether you had verbally abusive parents or teachers. There's, I believe that there's, and I use the word trauma very loosely. I believe there's a lot of trauma walking the streets under the guise of living a normal, healthy life. There are people running countries, as you all know, who have suffered trauma. 
Yeah. And if you look into people's pasts, you can identify, it's like puzzle pieces. You can identify where something was out of balance. And anytime you see someone acting a little irrationally, that tells you that something was out of balance in the way they were raised. So that's Mm -hmm. chapter three. And then I talk about self-care, but really what I mean by self-care is mental self-care. We all know we need to eat healthy and get a good night's sleep and exercise, but we forget that we need to stop and smell the roses, whether it's about fitness or looking for positive reinforcement from within our own mind. And then the final tool is about finding someone to be accountable with, whether it's reaching for a mentor or choosing an accountability partner, because sometimes we need help. We need support and we need to support each other, especially as women. The buddy system. Yes. Yeah. You can celebrate victories together. And then, like you said, have someone to hold you accountable to say, hey, you know, maybe you need to do this. And just a nice, gentle reminder. Yes. And then one point I forgot to mention, because we've already been talking about it with with setting healthy boundaries. I actually have scripts to help people learn how to say no at work without saying no. Oh, I love that. For example, someone comes to you and says, I want you to take on this exciting new project. Well, the project may sound exciting, but you just don't have time. So instead of standing up to a boss and saying, no, I don't have time to do that. Another way to say it is, I would love to work with you on this exciting project. I'm very thrilled by it. Which of my other projects would you like me to back burner? And what that's saying is, something's got to give. I'm already juggling 10 balls in the air. I have two hands and five fingers on each hand, and I'm juggling 10 balls. You need to drop one. One's going to drop if I try to take on too much more Mm -hmm. work. Yeah, because there are some bosses that don't seem to think. It's like, wow, no. I've, I've overwhelmed this person. Here, have another big boulder that you have to carry around. And women yeah. don't want to come across as not being able to get their work done. Right. So they, they try to say yes to everything. And mm-hmm. Kathy can attest to this. They, especially working in nursing, they try to say um, yes to everything because they don't want to come across as, I can't get this done. I'm not good at my job. You are good at your job. Your boss is the one that's not good at your job if they keep piling boulders, heavy boulders on top of you. And by the way, my book is a workbook. So there's plenty of room to write, whether you have an electronic version or a written version. The electronic version is fillable, so you can work it on any device. That's wonderful. This could really get people focused. And and the self-analysis I, I find that interesting because I think there are a lot of people out there who really don't know themselves truly. Honestly, you know? it's critical. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. You know, it's amazing. Yeah. We just kind of go through life. We know other people. We spend our entire lifetime studying other people, but we don't study ourselves, do we? No, uh, no. I recommend everybody go through a year of therapy. Kathy, wouldn't you agree? Oh, good God. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And yes, the more. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Stay tuned for more of Women Road Warriors coming up. Kathy DeCaro is nothing short of amazing. She not only drives the world's biggest truck as a heavy equipment operator in northern Alberta, Canada, 
She's an international motivational speaker and the author of Dream Big, an autobiography about overcoming a lifetime of trauma and abuse that led to dreams of success. Kathy inspires people the world over to change their lives and improve their self-worth. Her book will change your life. She's passionate about personal growth and believes anyone can change their circumstances and overcome their obstacles if they believe in themselves. Her life will amaze you and seriously inspire you. Be sure to order a copy of her book, Dream Big, on Amazon.com. Industry movement Trucking Moves America Forward is telling the story of the industry. Our safety champions, the women of trucking, independent contractors, the next generation of truckers, and more. Help us promote the best of our industry. Share your story and what you love about trucking. Share images of a moment you're proud of. And join us on social media. Learn more at TruckingMovesAmerica.com. Welcome back to Women Road Warriors with Shelley Johnson and Kathy Takaro. Oh, this has been so informative and just wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. I could talk to you all day. Oh, <laughs> Me too. Me too, Kathy. You know, Janice, where do people find you and do you work with people remotely? Uh, absolutely. I mean, we have Zoom, right? Mm-hmm. Um, my web address, my website is JaniceLitvin.com. I assume in the show notes you'll have that URL. They can mm-hmm. find the book at JaniceLitvin.com slash book. And on that website, they can buy the PDF version on Amazon, of course. There's an e- a regular ebook and the hard copy. You've got some wonderful perspectives here and stress and burnout. Uh, it seems like it's at an all-time high. You hear about all of these crazy things and certainly like with our drivers, road rage, they encounter that with people. That's got to be part of the burnout factor. Uh, oh, irrational my behavior. gosh. You know, my mother used to say to me, a car is a weapon. It you have really to be is. really yes. careful in the way you treat people on the road. Yes. Everybody's so angry now. Yeah. I'm wondering, is this yeah. part of the burnout we're seeing? Yes, absolutely. People don't have anybody to take it out on. Like we were just mentioning, if yeah. they get to know themselves, take care of themselves, talk with each other about how they're feeling, then they wouldn't be so angry on the road. Or even in the workplace. I mean, you hear of people attacking people over not having an onion on their hamburger. You know, it's like, you know, well, you hear this stuff. It's like, what the heck? Well, and then the people who are shooting people. Yeah. I mean, I know that's a yeah. whole nother topic and we right. need another hour to talk about gun violence. Mm-hmm. But it's my contention that people who go into workplaces or schools and shoot people. Mm-hmm needed therapy they never got they they're they're the ones dealing with that unresolved emotional baggage they never got the help they needed and now they're and now they're showing and now they they needed attention and now they got it sadly yeah but most of the time they end up dead which is heartbreaking Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yes um well there's not enough emphasis put on mental health and and right uh, taking care of that Right. And, well, and of course, that's another discussion, too, with the insurance companies. They don't always cover what they're supposed to. So people don't get the help that they need. And it needs to be done. I mean, mental health is as important as our physical health. And if you don't have your mental health, your physical health is going to deteriorate. Mental health is health. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. 
Well, it's interesting, but somehow the insurance companies break that up. You, you, you go to a dentist. Well, that's different coverage. Your teeth are not part of the rest of your body, apparently. Your eyes, same thing, you know, and then you've got your mental health. Okay, well, that goes, you go to a different a specialist for that, and we may or may not have the coverage for that. But we have it for your body, provided everything else didn't fall apart. It makes no sense. You know what's interesting about that, Shelley, is that um, in companies now, there's something called an EAP, Employee Assistance Program, uh-huh. and, and companies will provide counseling, telephone counseling for people, but only up to six visits oh geez well, that barely scratches the surface yeah i mean like right. kathy described having to go back for two years people need ongoing therapy they need someone mm-hmm. to talk to they need someone to navigate their workplaces whether yeah. you're driving or sitting in an office people need someone to talk to yep well unfortunately a lot of that's dictated by the insurance companies and it shouldn't be and people are yeah. ending up without the help they need. And that's when you have a meltdown. Yes. And it should never have to come to that. But yes. I love the fact that you're offering solutions and coping skills and some hope to the people who are facing burnout, Janice. This is great. Yes. Thank you so much. So what what is your website again in case people weren't being dutiful and writing it down? JaniceLitVin.com. Litvin is spelled like lit the light. Vin like vino. That's my little my little joke. JaniceLitVin.com. Excellent. This has been super informative. Oh, I it really has. appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you very much for be, for agreeing to be on our show. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I learned a lot too, Kathy and oh, Shelly. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you, Janice. Yes, this is going to be very helpful to our listeners who, from all professions, women especially, they face burnout every day. (laughs) Well, and I'd like to hear from some of your road warriors. You can find me on LinkedIn, which is, uh, there's a link to it on my website, or email Janice at JaniceLitvin.com. Thank you for extending that offer. That's going to be really helpful to our listeners. And thank you again, Janice. This has been wonderful. I appreciate you being on the show. Thank you. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. You've been listening to Women Road Warriors with Shelley Johnson and Kathy Takaro. If you want to be a guest on the show or have a topic or feedback, email us at info at tncradio.live. Thank you for listening to another great interview on TNCRadio.live. And don't forget, be sure to subscribe to our podcast of Women Road Warriors. It's free. All of the material you hear on TNCRadio.live on our website, our broadcasts, or our podcasts are copyrighted. There can be no distribution without the express consent of TNCRadio.live and its partners. For inquiries, write us at info at TNCRadio.live.